it actually causes a lot more distress and worries and fears on my part because sure. now I'm going, well, how can he be mad at me for all this stuff that I didn't even know I was doing? Right. Or I wasn't told that I was doing that. Why didn't he just tell me? Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, are you avoiding conflict to keep the peace? Yep. I got nothing witty to say right now. I'm supposed to come <laughs> then, up with it. And then we don't need to have anything at the end of it. just disappeared. All right, let's That's get started. Are you avoiding conflict in your marriage to keep the peace, but eventually start feeling resentful? Have you and I ever avoided conflict just to keep the peace? We don't want conflict, so we just kind of ignore it. I'm sure we have. We've been married 28 years. I can't say that there hasn't had that happened at least once or twice. Do you think this is a big issue for you? Do you do this a lot? Um, I would say that it's definitely a little wired into me to avoid conflict. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like conflict. Not at all. No. I'm always, always confused after we have a big fight and you say, I just love having fights with you. Yeah. That's just because I'm dumb. (laughs) (laughs) That's just weird. I like getting conflict resolved with you. How about that? That's probably more accurate. Yes, that's more accurate for sure. Yeah. I will admit this has been a major portion of my life with you. I have been so conflict avoidant with you and it has led to resentment. It is not a healthy behavior at all. Right. And it has everything to do with me and not you. This is not a you problem. This is a me problem. Because if we end up having conflict, I run the risk of hurting you. Right. I don't want to hurt you at all. I don't want to be a bad person who hurts his wife. Sure. But if I come up to you and say, you're driving me crazy, or this is bugging me, or why did you do this? Then we run the risk of, you know, having our evening ruined because we have to work through this issue or you feeling bad. Because typically when I tell you something like that, you feel my feelings get hurt really bad. Yeah. Really, really easily. Yeah. And early in our marriage, I'd like to say earlier in our marriage, um, not until pretty recently, I would say within the last five, 10 years. Sure. uh, So the first 18 years of our marriage. (laughs) Um, I just avoided stuff and avoided stuff and avoided stuff until it hit critical mass, until I became really, really upset, resentful, frustrated, disappointed, whatever it was. And I finally had to say something and it was really scary to do. It was really scary to do. Do you remember how I did it a couple of times? I can think of a couple of specifics. Um, I think one time was in the car. Well, driving in Tracy. Okay. I don't remember that at all. Okay. But, well, then that was something different. Okay. But I remember that one. Okay. Uh, but no, I I don't. I can remember twice in our marriage. I have written you a letter. Ah, uh, yes. And I've given you that letter. And it, it's a hard letter. It's sure. It's not an easy thing. But that resentment built up to where I finally had to say something. But it was terrifying for me. Mm-hmm. I fully admit that I've been codependent in our 
relationship in many, many ways that I want to take care of you. I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to bother you. I don't want right. to be a bad person. And if I tell you you're doing something that's bothering me, then, I, then that makes me a bad person in some way. Right. And when I wrote you those letters, how did it turn out? Do you remember anything about those letters? I know I'm throwing you under the bus right now. It, yeah. On the to, spot. to be honest, I really don't. I don't remember specifically. So that's actually a good sign because you're not actually emotionally scarred by those letters right. or by those experiences. They're not events that you can look back on on our journey together going, that was a terrible time. Sure. He sent me a letter and that ruined our marriage. Right. We made it. We survived it. We made it through. We right. figured it out in some way. But if I had to venture a guess. Yeah. I suspect, um, number one, getting it probably made me very panicked. Okay. And uh, number two, reading it was probably really hard because I'm sure that it made me question like our whole marriage. Sure. Like if he's been feeling this way the whole time, how come he never told me? And does that mean what we've been living has not been honest and truthful? Right. And um, obviously those weren't the answers. Those weren't correct, but I'm sure it triggered those because I know there's been times when you've told me stuff to my face that made me question, have those questions or thoughts. And so um, holding stuff back is actually, it may feel like it's the right thing you should do, Mm -hmm. but in the long run, it actually causes a lot more distress and worries and fears on my part because now I'm going, well, how can he be mad at me for all this stuff that I didn't even know I was doing? Right. Or I wasn't told that I was doing that. And why didn't he just tell me? And now I understand the why, because I don't, when you do something where you've done something hurtful and I have to tell you, I don't like doing that either because number one, it's scary. And number two, I don't want to hurt you, make you feel bad. But you're telling me that you would rather have me be on honest earlier to tell you when you're doing stuff that's bugging me, even if that hurts your feelings. Yes. My feelings are going to get hurt either way, either way. So hurt your feelings or hurt your feelings with resentment and, and delayed extra hurt feelings because I haven't told you for a long time. Yes. And, and it's easier to work through the quick hurt feelings, the short-term hurt feelings and not internalize it as much. Uh, It's real easy when you get unloaded, all the stuff that's built up over time to internalize it and feel like a terrible, terrible person. Yeah. Um, Not that that doesn't come up a little bit in those little short, like when you tell me right away, but it's much faster because then you can say it's this particular one moment that this has happened. Yeah. Let's work it out and move on as opposed, it's a little harder to say that when it's a whole bunch of stuff you've built up. Yeah, it is hard. I didn't even anticipate this moving into this conversation today, but this happened on our last trip we took together did. where I had not told you, you had been doing a couple things while we were on our latest cruise together. And by the end of three days, actually, I think it was two day two, it kind of culminated and I was getting frustrated and you were reading it on my face and you asked me what's wrong. And I told you, and you've been doing it the last two days on the cruise. Yes. And that felt like... It was awful. It actually was really frustrating to me. It it hurt to hear that, but it was really frustrating to me because it felt like you were holding all this stuff in and now you're just going to lay it all on me. And instead, why not just tell me the first or second, maybe not the first time because... 
Yeah. You know, we talked about how you choose to endure things. Yeah. We do that in our marriage. When You don't have to say something the first time your spouse does a little thing that kind of annoys you because right. in a marriage, it's our job to endure those types of things. Yeah. But, you know, second, third, fourth time around, it'd be nice to be told then as opposed to be told I've been doing it dozens of dozens of yeah. times. Yeah. And then it doesn't feel like when you, when you bring up, well, you've been doing this a lot, it doesn't feel like you really were enduring anything. No, because I'm just keeping a keeping a record a tally. of long. Exactly. Yep. And and yep. I didn't say that to you while while we were on our cruise because I didn't have those words sure. because I was in the sure. feely moment. I think that's what made me upset because it's like you're telling me you endured. You didn't tell me before because you were enduring, but now you're telling me and there's a ton yeah. that I did it. And it's like, well, then you weren't enduring at all. You were hold, building it up and keeping track. And, yeah. Yeah. and so it's kind of a catch-20. 22 for you. Yeah, it kind of ends up biting me in the butt. Right. I can remember a season in our marriage, again, years and years ago, when I went through probably six months of building resentment, building accusations internally inside my mm-hmm. head. It was actually confirmation bias was taking off. I had a negative view of you. And every time you did something that confirmed that negative view, it was like one more deposit into the bank of, see, this is why she's so bad or why she's frustrating me. And those accusations kept getting stronger and stronger. And they started to act as a poison or contaminate my view of you. Right. And the only way that got resolved... I can still remember where you were sitting and me walking into the bedroom doing this and me saying, I need to confess something to you. You don't know this is going on inside me right now, but I have these mental accusations towards you over and over and over again. And here's what they are. And they weren't kind. They were pretty, pretty bad accusations towards sure. you. And your response to me was so surprising because I thought you were going to be pissed off at me. I thought you were going to be mad at me. You eventually got there. Okay. That, that wasn't <laughs> your first reaction. That was kind of further down the road. But your first reaction was actually relief. You actually said, it's felt like you didn't like me for the last several months or whatever. Right. And I couldn't put my finger on it. I couldn't. There was nothing specific. Now that you're telling me all this, all of this makes sense. Right. Your spidey senses were already picking up on my resentment towards you because I'm a rotten liar. I'm a terrible poker face. I can't hide it as well as I'd like to. And by telling you, by admitting that I had these feelings towards you, I became congruent. Yes. What's on the inside is now on the outside and what you have perceived now makes sense. Yes. And and it helped alleviate some of this craziness that I felt like he's acting like he's normal, but I'm lying to you. Yeah, it's it's not. And, And it caused me to doubt my own self. Yes. And it's, it was so unkind of me and it was so immature of me. It was not the correct or appropriate thing that I could have or ever should have done to you. And it was really hard admitting that. And I, to be honest, I could have gotten away with it. I could have just kept that secret for the rest of our marriage, never told you this, tried to work through it on my own, uh, try to resolve these issues and try to save face. But to be honest, the best thing I ever did was actually tell you because now I'm accountable to you. I I am not hiding this from you, even though it hurt you. And again, I hated doing that. Right. Well, and I think even if you had just tried to work through it on your own, I would have still sensed it. And there would not have been connection between us, regardless of how hard we tried to be connected. Yeah, exactly. For the next couple of weeks, every time I had those, ac- those accusations didn't go away. No, no, no. So don't. the next few weeks, every time they came back, 
I forced myself to have to tell you to say, here's that stupid accusation again. I am not treating you kindly inside my head. Here's how I need to treat you. I had to kind of work through it with you. Right. And it wasn't about you. It was about me. It was all my stuff, even though, again, this is hurting you. And that was the fastest way to make it go away. And I can honestly say that I haven't had those accusations towards you for the rest of our marriage. Right. They just they they actually got resolved. They got healed. They got taken care of because. I was willing to be honest with you and risk hurting you and you were gracious. You were receptive and open and kind and forgiving. Those two things right there is what makes the relationship get better in the, instead of hiding and trying to not share and letting resentment take control of my life over and over and over again. I don't remember that particular time, but I do know that we've talked other times or at least one other time that I do remember. So even though you work through one set doesn't mean that something else isn't going to come up and that you'll have to work through it. I really wish it did. Because we're human and we do stupid things and hurt our spouses and, you know, it just happens. You have to be on guard. That's the nature of marriages. It's never static. It's either getting better or getting worse. It's never just staying the same. Right. That might be, a, you know, at a glacial pace, kind of really slow, but it's either getting worse or getting better. And I would rather have us be getting better right. slowly. Sure. You know, for the next 30 years, 40, 50 years, we're going to be married together. And by the time we're done with this ride together going, this, this turned out okay. This is pretty nice. Right. Yeah. But you're right. It has to be done over and over again. It's multiple times, not just one time. Yep. So for anyone who's listening here and you're going... Yeah, that's me. I haven't been honest with my spouse. I have this resentment. I have this frustration. I have this disappointment. A couple of things I'd want you to hear. How you deliver that message is just as important as what you are saying. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I would suggest not backing the truck up and downloading and dumping all of this stuff for the last 5, 10, 17 years that you guys have been married. That will go poorly. Yes. Talk about the process as well as the problem. Before you even talk about one of the topics, you get to admit, I have been holding back from you. I haven't been honest with you. And that is on me. I take responsibility for that. And that is not how you deserve to be treated. I would like to be honest with you going forward from here. And I make a promise to do that. Unfortunately, that means I'm probably going to have to share some things with you that could potentially hurt your feelings or create conflict or tension in our marriage. Do you want to hear those things? And I don't know if that person is actually going to say yes. They might say, no, I don't want to know about it. The past is in the past. The forgive and forget. Let's just move on. Right. Some people have that mindset. And if if that's the case, then you probably um, need to kind of work this out on your own. What I would suggest is, is you write a confessional letter. You may never give it to your spouse, but you take responsibility for yourself. You write it all down. This is the stuff that I've been feeling towards you. Put it in an envelope, stick it in the sock drawer. And if and when that person ever wants to hear it, now it's in a edited, measured content. It's not just blasting them with all the emotions and the vim and vigor that you have. Right. Well, and the other thing about that is that if they're reading it, right, they're not 
they're reading it to to read the whole thing. They're not listening to a conversation where in hearing p- bits and pieces and then formulating right. how to respond right. and missing parts. So exactly. a letter is at, can actually be very beneficial. And again, this is when you're kind of uh, making up for lost time. This would be a first time thing. This right. is when you are admitting we've been doing this and this is the first steps you take in learning how to kind of resolve this and clean out the closet of resentment, getting right. rid of all the stuff you've been carrying around. I'm going to go back just a, okay. a wee bit because I think this is the sure. concrete woman who yeah. worries worst case scenarios. So when you do go to approach your spouse to tell them that you haven't been being honest with them, Mm -hmm. you need to say, you need to add the piece that it's the thoughts that you're having about them. Because if you just leave it as a very open-ended, I I haven't been honest with you. There's some things that I want to share with you. It might hurt. Do you want to hear it? My first answer is going to be, are you cheating on me? Well, (laughs) That would could be one yeah. for people, but my first response is going to be, I, no, I don't want to know because this is worst case scenario yeah. and our marriage must be over. Right. So, right. you know. Um, yeah, you have to measure that out in some way. Yes, you need to at least give some indication of what the context is, not just that you haven't been able smart, to smart. Thank speak you. the truth. Thank you for speaking to <laughs> everyone who has that concrete thinking like you are. <laughs> Very wise. Very, very, very smart. You keep things very practical. I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks. If the person says, yeah, I'd like to hear it. Again, you're not going to back the truck up and and offload everything that you have at one time. I would suggest saying, picking one or two, doing that at a, you know, for an hour on a Sunday night or whenever you have some time together, work through those couple issues there and then work through the next issues the next day or whatever it is. Just because again, you don't want to trigger that defensive brain in, in the other person. You don't want to make them deal with 18 years of marital dysfunction in one evening right. that nobody can handle that. And you need to kind of measure that out and work on one issue at a time and take Take a season or take a week or take a chunk of time and say, we're going to be taking the steps to reinvent our marriage here so that we are both honest with each other. Um, Once you've done that, now you can create the new ground rules, which say we need to be on with each other. I need to be more courageous with you and trust that you can handle this. Again, I can remember another incident when I was doing something that I thought was very kind and loving and serving for you when my back was bad and I was trying to wash the dishes for you. And you came into the kitchen and you go, what the hell are you doing? I can still remember because you didn't swear a lot at that time. And it's like, I'm trying to help you. you? Oh, yeah. I don't remember that. That's too funny. You were mad at me. Huh. Interesting. And I, honey, I'm trying to help you. I can, the kids are bugging you. My back's bad. I need help by doing the dishes. You don't have to do as much work. And I can still remember you walked around me, around the kitchen and stood by the trash can. And you looked at me and she said, you said, do you know what this is communicating to me? Right. I do remember that conversation. It feels like you don't think that I'm capable of handling this. And that was new information to me. It was like light bulbs came on. Right. That's what I'm communicating to you that you can't handle this. Yes. I will have to trust you with that because that doesn't compute in my brain, but I will trust that you're not lying to me. I put the dishes down. You help me hobble back into the bed and get me back in there. And I have remembered that as clear as day. My wife is more capable than I think she is. And what a crappy husband to see her as so incapable for all these years that she can't handle a little bad news. And so it's given me permission to keep shorter accounts, to be more honest with you up front to share with you and endure 20 minutes of conflict or hurt feelings rather than days, two weeks yeah. of conflict and resentment. 
Yeah. This well, is way better. And I think early in our marriage, when uh, the kids were little and yeah. I was really struggling with some mental health sure. issues, I wasn't capable. No. So it's real easy to take that period of time and let it just continue on instead of making that, okay, she's better. Right. And now she can handle more. She can handle more. Yeah, so exactly. I think, I think that happens sometimes as well. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. Again, if you're listening to this, one of the things that you have the most control over is the internal state of your mind. Right. The attitude you have about your husband or wife, the thoughts you have about them, the intentions you have about them. You may never be able to change or control them, but you absolutely can control all of this. And it is within your power to get rid of that resentment, to get rid of that dishonesty, to get rid of that hiding. And at least in our marriage, it's been one of the things that has produced some of the greatest amounts of change so that I can sit here and comfortably say, there's nothing I'm keeping from you. There's Mm -hmm. nothing I'm hiding from you. There's no disappointments. There's no frustrations. You, you know, me and the peace of mind that comes with not having any secrets from you not having to hide anything from you that's so good it's so refreshing it's it's relieving it's like oh i don't have to and you don't have to worry about covering your tracks and did i say this or did i keep this a secret or any of that yeah you just can be free to be yourself yeah so if you're listening to this and you're going okay we want to give this a try we gave you a few steps on kind of how to begin that process and then see if this pays off in your marriage and then let us know email me paul at securemarriage.com or shannon at securemarriage.com and let us know how it works. We'd love to hear success stories. We'd love to hear if this is helpful for you. We'd love to hear if you have more questions or need clarification on some of this. We want to hear how well your marriage is doing or if there's anything else we can help with. Or if you just want to get started, you can go to securemarriage.com. You can actually take a little free quiz and or already sign up for the online workshop that is available 24-7 on there and you can start to learn some of these skills and some of these uh, lessons that we have uh, put together over the last 28 years and then consolidated it into a few videos. Yeah. A few videos is going to make your marriage perfect. That's the promise. <laughs> we absolutely promise that, right? No. <laughs> okay. Anyway, thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you next time. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.